whenever you're ready. Oh <laughs> my God. Jessica. I've never been called a fox. <laughs> Dana. That's a classy name for a Harry. I like it classic. Okay. Do you? <laughs> Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. Sure. Out with the bad and in with the good, motherfuckers. That's right. Jessica. Dana. Hi, how are you? Great. How are you? I'm here, aren't I? Welcome mm-hmm. to the Rants and Raves podcast. <laughs> I'm Dana Powell. I'm Jessica Young. And... and- we are, we are here, here to, to rant, rant and rave. Do 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 do. Jessica, how are you doing? How was your week? Oh, just dandy. You know, I I'll tell you quickly. COVID. Uh, I had the opposite. Everybody has fatigue. I felt like I was on an eight ball of cocaine for oh ten God. days in a row. Are you serious? And, yeah, I'm real serious, and I was real productive. Um. Not with things I needed to do for myself, but with my work life. And it was because I was, you know, stuck in a cave. I was stuck in my room quarantining. And I had the most successful week I've had across the board with my jobs as far as what I accomplished and the feedback I got from my bosses. And I'm not saying I ever want that again. I'm just saying that was the silver lining something in the universe was looking out for me that is so weird because it's so weird you and i were like ding and dong you were (laughs) ding and i was a real dong because i got nothing done. i mean i did i got done what i had to but there was so much i needed to get done that i didn't i am in a literal like bear crawl funk i understand right now they're like there's just you know regular life stuff um Mm -hmm. also it's spring break and i wish so badly i could take my kids somewhere and do something but i know i just you know my husband works and also like i'm being honest it's uh i can't afford it and (laughs) it's still a pandemic you know people are like nobody's wearing masks anywhere anymore you just had covid yesterday i just read an article Mm -hmm. a news article from like abc or something that yep. cases are absolutely 100% on the rise. Oh, yeah. In Los Angeles, specifically. In any With big vaccinated people. Correct, because it's a different variant. Mm-hmm. So, which is what we kept saying was going to happen. If people, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. I am clearly in a funk. Um, oh, I'll tell know, you there something. Was, there was somebody, I you sent me an article about that. And then I read something right after it, too, that said, America is acting like this is over because we're sick of it. Just like people are acting like gun violence and mass shootings are just par for the course and say, oh, this is awful. We have to do something about it. And how many years later are we not doing something about it? Yeah, there were just two shootings last week, I believe. Yes. Anyways, please continue. I'm just saying I, I feel you on all of that. Yeah, no, just like we had a little bit of a scare with my dad. They're looking into it. Um <sighs> And then also, my evil kitty is not well. Cutter. Um, my cutter kitty is ill. And Aww. we should find out today. Um, I didn't tell you this beforehand because now I'm crying. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. I know she's so evil and I do hate her in a lot of ways. We all do. <laughs> but we also love her. Of and, course. Uh, 
there might be some cancer, which we have lost Kitty to cancer before. And, mm-hmm. You know, she is terrible, but she loves us the only way she knows how. <laughs> <laughs> totally. You know, she's 12 years old, which I know is getting up there, but it's not too old. No, uh, not especially not for a cat, right? Yeah. So, you know, we had three kitties at the same mm-hmm. time, and we lost all of them too young. Mm-hmm. One to urinary issues, one to cancer, one, you know. And I just, you know how you have a gut feeling. And I just, uh, when I see her, I just knew that it was time to take her in because something drastically changed. Her behavior mm-hmm. drastically mm-hmm. changed. She was not bad. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, this oh my God. Is, something's wrong. She's yeah. not bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I was right. So anyway, oh, it's I'm been so hard sorry. for yes. me to like be motivated to do anything I'm, i know i look terrible right now but i just am showing up where i can absolutely um, so anyway that's what's going on with me i'm so sorry thanks lady <sighs> um i am hoping that i'm not the dong of this week but who knows <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what life happens and sometimes we just have to take Whatever we can do uh, that's important and your pets and your family are the most important thing in life, okay? Everything else is secondary. Yeah. Um, Truly. So anyway, that's my story, Jessica. I wish I didn't have to stick to it, but I have not been, I haven't accomplished much. I haven't felt very motivated. I'm just showing up where I need to. Totally. And hopefully that's okay for the moment. But um, it is. Anyway, should we, before we get into our rants, should you tell people how to get a hold of us? Oh, yes. It seems like you guys have really been active and really listening to us as far as that. So keep those messages coming. We love it. You can find us at the Rants and Raves podcast on both Instagram and Facebook, on Twitter at raves underscore the. You can send us an email at the Rants and Raves podcast at gmail.com or go to our website, hit the contact button at www.therantsandravespodcast.com. Woohoo! Thanks so much, everybody, for writing yes, in. Yes, thank you, indeed. Um, I guess I'll just go ahead and launch into my to, to the first rant. <laughs> I think I'm at first. Freudian slip there. Um, <laughs> this is a lip sync challenges rant. Uh, <laughs> let me just explain something. This might be from someone named Paina Dowell. Oh, okay. I think I've heard of her. I think she's good friends with Jessica Jung. I know her. You're absolutely. (laughs) I just want to preface by saying this is a very, um, very emotional rant. (laughs) As it should be. Uh, I'll just get into it. Uh, Here we go. I'm sorry, but I am furious that's how it starts guys (laughs) in caps (laughs) no this is all caps every letter since when did we collectively as a society decide it is a talent to lip sync to someone else's words and act it out with your face Question mark, question mark, question mark. When we were in middle school and 11 years old, that's when. Who can't do that? I mean, a headless person? Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. (laughs) What is...
is your all caps talent? Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> that you scour TikTok and Instagram to find sound bites that are funny that you did not create, but you just act out four question marks with your face. Five question marks. No, 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 no. I call bullshit seven exclamation points. That isn't talent. It isn't even creative. And why would I rather see you do that than someone I actually like? For example, (laughs) my dad. I'd watch him lip sync stuff all day and I'd love it because he wouldn't know how to do it. And he would just gripe and have a Powell scowl the whole time. (laughs) But that's beside the point. The point is, what makes watching your face in your shitty bathroom lip sync lines from a Jim Carrey movie into a brush, no less, so special? Are you better, all caps, than Jim Carrey, question mark? Is that really creative or talented? No. Let me answer those questions for you. Fuck, period, no, period, rant, period, over, period. I'm done. I'm out. I can't take it anymore. You're not creative. You're not talented. You're stealing other people's ideas and words and putting them on top of your face in your bathroom or while you're eating snacks. Or whatever, I don't care. The only reason, the only way I would ever accept that is if you have cute baby ducks or you've got an emu or there's a giraffe bullying another giraffe and I get to see that. That's the only way it's acceptable ever. Why are you getting jobs over talented people? Because you got no talent. You're stealing. Yes. You are lip syncing. That was a TV show in the 70s. <laughs> You're not a performance artist. This isn't replication. You on GD TikTok. It's 30 seconds. You couldn't be creative for 30 seconds. Every single reel we're watching these days is somebody mouthing to a movie or a line that a kid has said while they were talking to their parents on a camera. You're totally right about all of this. And those are the people now that are getting hired to have their own TV show. It's probably why my feathers is so ruffled. Okay. <laughs> I mean, because it's not I was okay. told, I was told, I'm wiping my pay, brow. I know. I was told you pay your dues, you learn your craft. Yes. Okay. You look up to people ahead of you, you respect them, and you learn from them, from their mistakes. And from their successes. Okay, I did all that. And I'm sitting in front of my computer with a half-eaten bagel and a monster with no medical insurance. Even though I got a resume. Well, Hollywood is fucking tindering me for auditions. Swipe right, swipe left. We're seeing 700 of you for a two-line part. Boy, I hope I get it. All I got to do is go find Scarface and go, Chitaka to me on TikTok. Woo, I made it. And now I think the expectation is going to be to see you do that. You talking to me? <laughs> Come on. I, I can't. This is my career. This is not like I've tried to explain, you know, I'm on the elderly side of life. Okay. Stop it. <laughs> I mean, if we're being honest, 
Okay. I followed all the rules. I did what I was supposed to do. And then I got to where it was supposed to pay off. And they were like, just kidding. Pulled the rug out. I could have broke a hip. You don't know. Okay. I cannot understand why anyone thinks it is talent. Jessica, say something. Just anything. Say something to me. How are you feeling today? I feel okay. I'm a little bit sweaty. Stop. Say it again. I feel okay. I'm a little bit sweaty. Oh, I just lip synced to Jessica. You can't see it. You'll see it on the video that I keep promising. But I'm so devastatingly unmotivated. I wonder why you haven't seen the video yet. Now you oh tell me, God. based on that, would you give me a TV show? And you better say yes. Of course I would. Thank you. Now that actually translate into the real I'd like, world. I'd like to license you with Mattel, and you could be the next Ryan's World, and we'll pay you five million dollars a year for you to unbox free toys that we send to you. Oh, better yet, I'll do you one up. We'll put your name on it. Okay, Dana's I treasures. I just saw an article, the top five YouTubers, okay? Is Ryan one of them? Yes, of course. But I assumed it would be Ryan, cutie pie. And then I was like, He's not a cutie pie. I told you, he looks like the love child of Tattoo from Fantasy Island and Telly Savalas. Okay, first of all, you're bullying a child. (laughs) He's doing fine with that money. He's doing fine. Second of all, Grandma Jessica, I said PewDiePie who is one of the top five YouTubers. Excuse me, PewDiePie, did you say? PewDiePie, P-E-W-D-Pie, as in apple pie. What is PewDiePie? Oh my God, he's been like one. No, he's been one of the top YouTubers for like a decade. Where have you been? But that is my point. The rest of them, I knew those two. The other three, I had no clue who they were. I've never heard of them in my life. And they are multi-millionaire. You know what? I don't want to be a jerk. This is going to sound horrible, but please take it within the confines of this conversation. Yes. I have been on some of the most popular shows to ever air in the United States. Yes. And I struggle week to week to make it. Yes. And I've never heard of these YouTube people who are multi-millionaires. Multi-millionaires. Could I start my own YouTube channel? Maybe. But it's to the point now where it's not that easy to make it. And you have to have these network, you know, they cross promote with each other. It's a whole other career is basically my point. That is starting over from square one at 102 years old. Nobody (laughs) wants to. (laughs) Now, I try to keep up with the trends. I I don't want to be rude, but I did know who PewDiePie was, Jessica. (laughs) (laughs) try to go okay what can i use these avenues for i keep up with my instagram i definitely have a public persona on Mm -hmm. there you know but i also am still trying to have a career within the confines of like how do you have a career and um it's not working anymore (laughs) i don't know i just i don't know how a -a workaday actor is going to survive anymore without it just being a part-time hobby which if you've ever worked in this industry, you know it's not a part-time hobby. Exactly. Uh, people think, oh, you don't have a regular nine-to-five. You must be so flush with time. And it's like, I bet you I am equally t- or more so busy than you because I am doing things constantly to try and hustle and get my face out there. I'm constantly creating new things that I haven't pitched before. 
trying mm-hmm. to get somebody to listen until somebody else makes almost exactly what I've been talking about for three years. Why are there two shows being made right now about uh, sitcoms from the 90s that get a reboot? One of one show like that might be good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what we need to. <laughs> I like, agree. You know, so anyway, you can see where my madness, why I'm a dong this week. I... Unless you are having animals lip sync to things that a child did or a movie or something, I don't want it. I don't want to see you. This one girl just set me off the edge, and I'm sure she's a perfectly nice human being. But I was like, you're not Jim Carrey. Yeah. Nobody wants to see that movie from 2001 anyway. I don't know who told you you were funny, but they ought to be old school horsewhip because (laughs) you ain't. Okay. It's that you know how you learn in comedy classes, like the the absolute most hundred percent way you can fail at being funny is to try and be funny. A hundred percent. People can sniff that out, like that self-aware. Yep. And that's what these are. I mean, there was that guy that was popular on on TikTok. He did that. All of his things were lip syncing to Scarface and every Al Pacino movie he could mm-hmm. find, blah blah blah. Cut two. Couple months ago, he murdered his girlfriend. Okay, these are the people that are now the talented ones taking over entertainment. I'm sorry, what? What? That guy didn't just out of the blue become a murderer. He had some tendencies beforehand. I'm sure. Oh God! Millions of followers. Millions. Just go watch the movie, guys. Why you want to see someone who looks nothing like the real person with curly hair who clearly thinks he's everything and apparently above the law, lip syncing, not even using his own voice. <laughs> they don't even use their own voice. I know. It's not even like they're a rich little or something and great nah, at doing impressions. Nah, not impression is it's not impressions. It's not, it's lip For anyone born after 1975, you can Google Rich Little and educate yourself since I just really showed my age. You showed your age when you were like, he's not a cutie pie. He looks like tattoo. (laughs) And Telly Savalas. You have to Google those names too. I don't know. I maybe just sound like a bitter old woman, but you know, I am caught between this world. I I exist in this world where a lot of people think, why are you bitching? You're so successful. I'd give my right arm to be where you are. I understand that. And then I'm also existing in this world where my friends literally have Oscars and our series regulars on shows. And they're like, if you don't like it, just quit. Okay, cool. I'm 46. I'm just going to up and quit my career. My career where it's the only talent I have you better believe this mouth wasn't built for an office job. Oh, my God. <laughs> First of all, it is not the only talent you have. But no, you are an actor. And that is what you are and destined I also to continue doing. Between this world of like public perception of me. And I get it. I have built this. Is that I'm a, you know, kind of a happy bubbly that uh, kind of a clown, a lot of putty faces Mm-hmm. overreacts to things but that's not really who she is i hope not <laughs> um you know like this comedian and so i have a hard time being taken seriously 
Mm-hmm. I've done a lot of really, I'm so lucky. I've done a lot of really cool things in my life. Mm-hmm. And still I am treated like a woman, which we already know is less than uh, a child because I sound like a cartoon, even though I can't beg a job in voiceover. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm small in stature, not girth, but stature. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'm like this adorable cartoon spider that no one respects. Okay. so. I'm like fighting to be an adult that's heard, fighting to be an artist who has learned their skill and craft and does a good job and prepares and doesn't steal other people's material Mm -hmm. ever. (laughs) Um, I just feel like I'm living between all these worlds and they all feel unfair to me. Mm -hmm. And whatever, poor Dana. But I guarantee I'm not the only one feeling this way. Um, I think it's time... That we stop bolstering, you know, I've brought it up before. I'm like, how did Bella Porch go from bugging her eyeballs and pooching her lips to like hit songs and shows? I don't, that's not a talent because if I put myself on the internet 10 million times going, I ain't getting a show, I guarantee you. Oh my God. (laughs) Okay. Because if if that is the answer, if that's the answer. If that is the answer, I will peel my face off, roll it in a ball, and throw it at you if you want. If that's what you want and that gets me a job, here it comes. Heads up. (laughs) I just threw my face at him. You can have it. Do what you want. Stretch it every which way to nowhere. Oh, Jesus. Don't worry, everybody. Don't worry. I have therapy later today. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I spent too much time. Let's move on. Hilarious. Oh, good. I just coughed before I hit the mute button. Thank God. No, I didn't hear it. Genius. Oh, okay. Maybe it worked. (laughs) All right. So I have a rant from one of our listeners that we love. This is from Jill in the Great White North, my Ooh. birthplace of Montreal. <laughs> That's Montreal for you English speakers. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, of course, talked about um, COVID. She sadly had it too. She works with the public. She is a delivery driver and she caught it. And we were discussing how lucky we both are to have vaccines. Mm-hmm. If you don't have it, get it. I'm not trying to get on that soapbox, but I kind of am. Anyways, I won't digress. Here is the rant. I have a rant that really, in capital letters, sets me off and I need to vent. As I've mentioned before, I drive a delivery truck. Accordingly, I'm on the road many hours a day. What pisses me off the most? Bad pedestrians! Oh, okay. The worst are the ones who cross the street with their eyes on their phones, don't even glance to see if a car is coming or if the light is red, and just slowly meander across without a care in the world. Mm. Oh, girl, I am with you, okay? I have literally had someone walk into my vehicle after I came to a dead stop Mm -hmm. because she was too busy looking at her phone rather than where she was going. I 100% believe that. Yep. You can just see like this. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. If I had been moving, it would have been considered my fault. 
But luckily, I saw that she was clueless, and I just waited for the inevitable. She looked sheepish, but didn't even apologize. Another terrible pedestrian habit is when people cross on a diagonal rather than straight across. People do that. Our, our intersections oh, yeah. are too huge. I don't think anybody can do that in our that, There's a rare exception. I can think of one intersection that's like that at a huge intersection in Santa Monica. Yeah. Like right by the beach. But people do that yes it's like a six-way crossing but everybody's got to cross at once and then there's no pedestrian crossing Uh, until the next but but it's meant to do that it is meant to do that yes i mean like just wildly going well guess i'll go catty corner across this intersection that seems crazy to me right um Let's see. I just lost my place. Now I know some intersections are made to be crossed this way, and those are not the ones I'm talking about. Right. I'm talking about ones where traffic is literally waiting for you to get across before they can begin moving. Well, I don't know if most pedestrians forgot the Pythagorean theorem. Hello. But but when you cross on a diagonal, it takes more time. It takes more time than if you cross straight across one way. People are waiting on you. You aren't the only person on the road. If you insist on crossing that way, then hurry your butt up and get across. Oh, yeah. That's another thing. People will go slower than what they normally walk because they're like, I have the right of way. I'm a pedestrian. Which is not true. It's not cool either. (laughs) It's not. Oh, my God. We keep like telepathically guessing what she's going to say. Oh, no. Just because pedestrians have the right of way doesn't mean they get to act like entitled jerks and waste everyone's time. She's 100% right. Get off your phones, use proper road etiquette, and cross the road safely. As the old school PSA used to say, arrive alive. Oh. Ugh, rant over. Thanks for letting me get that out. With the nice weather coming back around, more people are out walking and I've noticed an uptick in horrific pedestrian behavior. Absolutely. Take good care, ladies. I Jill, mean, we feel you. So much. I It blows my mind that any person with a beating heart would ever start to cross the street without making eye contact with the driver nearest them. I always make Absolutely. eye contact. Whether I'm a pedestrian or a driver, I will make eye contact and yep. I will go, yes, I see you. Yes, yes, right? Totally. Even if they, but I can't tell you how many people don't even look. And I'm like, you're putting a lot of faith in me. And you definitely shouldn't. Anyone who listens to this podcast knows. Do not put your life in Dana's hands. <laughs> what? Hilarious. But they don't, they don't even look up. They don't. Well, it's really messed up. If you are walking, I don't care if you're on a sidewalk, unless you're like in a field and no one's around. Right. When you are walking in public and you're walking around a city, I don't care you if it's even in the aware. suburbs. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you don't look at your GD phone I'm telling you're crossing what, an intersection. Jessica, I have had several conversations about this lately. <sighs> you know, traffic is back to quote unquote normal in LA. Uh, meaning it's real bad. awful. Yes, it's really, really bad. And lately, you know, I've I've complained about uh, the slowest drivers are always in the fast lanes and then they get mad when you want to try to pass them. I'm yep. like, I don't understand what's going on here. Yes. You're not then turning. They speed up. 
Then they speed up and they won't <laughs> let anyone around them. And eventually they slow down again. And then they're mad at you, like whatever. So there's that happening. I will tell you nine times out of 10 when I pull up to somebody that's going, mm -hmm. not joking, 30 miles an hour on the 101, yep. but then won't let anyone pass them. They are full blown staring straight yes. at their phone. I mean, I see it at least five times a day if I'm driving. Yep. Someone full blown staring at their phone and don't have their foot on the gas so they think it's okay. Uh -huh. No, you're messing up traffic. And on the and highway. Yes, and it's dangerous. I mean, it just blows my mind, but phones are becoming a real problem. And I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I do not put my phone in my hand and full-blown stare at it and text and do what, like, you know, Dana Powell, I have gotten to the point lately where twice last week, now, obviously I'm on edge, mm -hmm. you know, Todrick, do you know who that is? Yes. He actually was paid by the city of Santa Monica years ago to make a PSA music video about not staring at your phones when you cross intersections in Santa Monica. Really? Too many people were getting hit. Yes. Pedestrians. <laughs> no. And again, you're like waiting and you're like, okay, we're cool. And then somebody who's not looking up, like Jill said, walks right into your car. Not okay. It's, that is extreme. I mean, we've all been joking for years. We've all been taking pictures of families at restaurants and all four of them are on their phones. Not okay. say, like, joke, 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 joke. But these are not jokes. This is life. Yes. Like it's deadly. Yep. And the my, thing is, my friend's what father Jill... is in a wheelchair because of someone texting, slamming into them um, on the highway. Well, and think about this. What if Jill had hit her? Even if she was going three miles an hour, you know, you know that, you know, that family is going to sue that company. She's going to lose her job. How's she going to get another one? It's probably a lot. Knock on her license. Like you're, you could ruin other people's lives. Yep. A hundred percent. It's so not worth it because I guarantee you most of the time they're looking at their Instagram to see how many likes they got or a friend is texting about something yes. silly that you can answer when you, when you get there or if it's that important, pull over. hundred percent. If you're looking at your phone while you're at a stoplight, I don't care. If you don't see that it didn't turn green, I'm going to honk at you and don't get mad at me because you're looking at your phone, not the light. I'm just exactly. politely letting you know. Exactly. But if you are driving. Or you are walking where there are multi-ton vehicles driving at fast speeds anywhere near you. Don't be looking at that phone. Exactly. It's not that important. I guarantee you. No, it is not. Wow. Rant over. I need a cleansing breath. So do I. Like you would not believe. Mm-hmm. Do you want to explain what we're doing? Because I feel frozen. Hilarious. We like to... Take a moment and breathe in all of the good and release all of the bad. Dana and I talked about this last week. I have personally been employing it into my daily life and have for quite some time that when I feel overwhelmed or I'm having anxiety or panic or anything else, even sometimes when I just feel really racy and crazy and don't know why. I stop, and the only thing I know to do and that I can do no matter where I am is take deep, long breaths and be conscious of that and literally try to bring myself down to a normal level. So we encourage you to do it. If you are alone, feel free to scream it out. We do sometimes. One mm -hmm. of us will mute. Actually, you probably always hear my 
dragon's breath exhale with all the pollen <laughs> and God knows what is up my nose. It's just a daily problem. Um, anyways, please join us. We're going to take a deep breath in, hold it, and then let it out. Ready? Mm-hmm. One, two, three. Mine sounded gross. Dana's you can't hear because she's a lady and hers was dainty. And I was still taking breaths. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know what I thought? It's always good to think of something you're grateful for when you're feeling spun out like I do. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just thought while we were breathing, I thought, oh, thank God I'm not on my period. (sighs) (laughs) can you imagine with all the emotions you've heard through this microphone today can you imagine if it was heightened by that time of the month (laughs) that would be a real doozer for oh my god i'd probably be running naked down the street with a spoon (laughs) 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 all right let's get into our corners let's do it i'm up first i have an excuse me corner Yes, that was sent to us by a listener, and I forgot to mention that, so my apologies. I love it. Here's a little clue about what it might be about. Indecent exposure 10,000 miles up. What? I don't know. I'm excited. Man arrested, placed on no-fly list after allegedly masturbating four times on Southwest flight. Oh, now I'm out. (laughs) Four times. Four times masturbating. I thought maybe he was streaking and it was kind of silly. Streaking. Nope. A man is facing federal charges, as he should, after Uh he allegedly exposed himself several times in front of a female passenger during a Southwest Airlines flight from Seattle to Phoenix. Good God. We could have been on that flight. Okay. Um, Antonio Sherrod McGarity was arrested by the Phoenix Police Department after his flight landed at Sky Harbor on Saturday. Oh, God. During the three-hour flight. Dude, you couldn't keep your hands off of it for three hours. Ew. Oh, my God. He allegedly pulled down his pants. Also not necessary, y'all. Just pull your weapon out. Right? I mean, listen, I'm not telling you how to do it. Let's not do it at all. But okay. definitely don't need a full pants down. Oh, dear God. If At least four times. McGarity was seated in seat 11F. Okay, let's keep that. Let's note that if I'm ever on Southwest. Don't care what plane it is. Never sitting in 11F. <laughs> and the female witness was in 11E. The complaint states shortly after taking off and while the aircraft was in the air, McGarity exposed his penis by pulling down his pants and shorts and began masturbating. At some point during the flight, McGarity fell asleep and the female witness got up and advised the flight crew. She waited till he fell asleep? I would have been literally screaming. I would have as soon as and pushing that button like it was my job. And then yelling and pointing, penis, penis, penis. To anyone around me. <laughs> Poor thing. Poor Aww. thing. She the lady? Know. She didn't know she could get Oh, up, I right? know. I thought you meant him. I'm like, no, oh, not what? him. Yeah. Um, the complaint was by the woman, noting that the woman took, oh, she advised the flight crew about the incident. The complaint continues noting that the woman took photos of McGarity. She was moved to another seat on the aircraft. Okay. When the flight landed, the woman was questioned by officers. And the FBI. 
McGarity admitted to the actions, telling law enforcement he knew the woman could see him, but claimed she put her hands in the air and told him it really doesn't matter if he and waved him like she just don't care. What do you mean she put her hands in the air? (laughs) Oh, here, all right. Hey, hands off. Do what you got to do. Which he thought was kind of kinky. That's a quote. Shut up, Dana. No. believe the stories this man's brain told himself (laughs) there's so many he told himself i can't not masturbate for three hours straight he told himself the woman beside him wanted to see it four times he told himself his his dong was too huge he had to pull down all layers of clothing just to effed it out of there and then he told himself that she just didn't care and thought it was kind of kinky what your brain is lying to you i'm appalled it's so gross because i've had that happen before not on a plane but remember the the hollywood christmas parade i've talked about ad nauseum where that Mm -hmm. man was masturbating on the side of my body yep (laughs) <laughs> it's horrible and it feels it does feel violating it's such an yep. icky icky feeling i would imagine a high percentage of our women and male listeners have probably experienced it at some point and no right. one should have to right holy also, cow louis ck so just gonna leave that there i hope it made everybody gag mm-hmm. when you said his name because mm-hmm. i used to be a big fan and me too and guess what no one he should, should not have gotten a grammy a grammy no he shouldn't have okay um he's so later southwest said mcgarity's received a lifetime ban from flying with them okay um mm-hmm. on april 2nd crew members received a report of inappropriate behavior i don't okay um We immediately placed the passenger who exhibited lewd behavior on our no-fly list. Like, that's it. That's the end of the story. They just repeated, here's what he did on our plane, and we took care of it. Well, you didn't, but you did the best you could. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I didn't even say who wrote this. This was from People Magazine, and it is written by Vanessa Etienne. Oh, Thank you for that, Dana. And thank you for sending that in, Sarah. It's also like a serious, I know we were laughing because it's corners, but like unacceptable anywhere, anytime. Do not ever pull your junk out to actually stimulate yourself in front of anyone. Okay. Maybe not even if you're married. I don't know. Some people might not want to ask first. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. Well, this is a much lighter hearted corner oh good good this is a hollywood corner it's rod stewart takes matters into his own hands oh god i hope it's not another dong situation <laughs> oh my god all right let's see me and the boys thought we'd come and do it ourselves Rod said in a video shared to Instagram. Now, you guys are going to have to bear with me as I try to navigate this page since everything is frozen. This is really annoying. It won't let me pull up on my phone or on the computer. So please pardon. Okay. 
Rod Stewart doesn't want to talk about potholes. He doesn't? It seems like he does by this article. <laughs> Over the weekend, the Do You Think I'm Sexy singer shared a video to social media where he takes matters into his own hands to fix the potholes near his Essex home. Stewart, 77, shared two videos to Instagram of himself wearing a construction vest with an Adidas tracksuit and a crew repairing the potholes outside. He captioned the post, working for a living, filling holes is good for the soul. Whoa, Rod, maybe not the best choice of words. <laughs> In the first video, the Maggie Mae singer is seen shoveling as he says, I'm repairing the street where I live because no one can be bothered to do it. Um, love it. Again, this is freezing, so uh, I don't know what to say, y'all. This... Wait, do you want me to try and pull it up? I guess. I am so sorry. This is so annoying. I got it. Okay. Oh, what a wonderful picture. <clears throat> um, Stuart 77. In the first video, the Maggie Mae singer is seen shoveling as he says, I'm repairing the street where I live because no one could be bothered to do it. In the next video, he demonstrates the numerous potholes and detailed his reasoning for taking matters into his own hands. Quote, the other day there was an ambulance with a burst tire, he says in the video. My Ferrari can't get through here at all. So me and the boys <laughs> thought we'd come and do it ourselves. Now, Jessica, I'm going to say I understand the ambulance issue. That's a problem. But if 100%. you said, my Ferrari can't get through here at all. With the state of the world right now, I'm going to have to come at you with a big, I don't care. Yeah, that's quite a flex, Rod. <laughs> Excuse me, Sir Rod Stewart. I didn't realize he had been knighted. <laughs> yes, he has. Following the post, fans jumped to support with one Twitter user writing, yes, this really is Sir Rod Stewart. How many rock stars and celebrities would turn up and fix a road because the council couldn't? Well done, sir. Yeah, listen. Okay, in November, he spoke to people about his parenting style as a father. Oh, don't even uh, get into that. It's so weird and irrelevant. He has eight kids? Yes. Oh, okay. And he said well, you have to teach, treat each one like an individual. Well, uh, yes, I hope so. They're all I their own people. So. I hope so. You don't, you don't have a litter of kittens over there. <laughs> Now, I'm not trying to hate on Rod. First of okay. all, I will I have some uh, thoughts about this. I will interrupt this yeah. broadcast to let everyone know that I just received a text from Hallen yeah. and it said loud exclamation point in capital letters. But for what? You haven't been talking. You couldn't pull up your article. I was well, talking. Apparently I'm <laughs> shouting as usual. So he's letting me know via text. Okay. You know what? Hallen and Penry. Say that to both of us. Has it stopped us? Maybe they need to start going fishing together when we they definitely record. Do. <laughs> okay. What I was going to say is, first of all, I do applaud. It's like, hey, if you're really going out there because you're like, you know what? This is not cool okay. for anyone, which yeah. it's not. Potholes no. are a horrible problem. Yeah. Um, they're horrible in Montreal. I know Jill can agree with me on that. It's like an epidemic there because of how harsh the winters are. So there's oh, a bet. lot of cracks and potholes yeah. and it's kind of just a known thing. But I will say this. 
like you mentioned, uh, if it's for your Ferrari, hmm, not really the same as the story I heard on NPR this week, which to add to this corner was about the mayor of San Juan, Puerto Rico, who was the mayor during Hurricane Maria that devastated Puerto Rico. They're still not out of the woods from that disaster. That woman moved herself by choice into the largest shelter for three and a half months to see how the people lived. She said, I am not above any citizen of my city and of our island. And she said, I also thought if I'm there, I can see firsthand 24 hours a day what is and isn't being done for the people and ensure that things get done as best we can. See, that's now that's a leader. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying Rod is a leader. He's a rock star. Okay. (laughs) But if you want to flex and like do good because it's shitty because of the ambulance, he could have just done that. You didn't need to throw in the Ferrari part, you fool. No. And also, let me tell you a little something about fixing like county or city roads. Uh, you're not supposed to do it. Okay. You could get charges filed against you because then they will say, we have to fix what you did mm-hmm, wrong. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cause they have guidelines and qualifications and all this stuff. So let me tell you how hillbillies get around this problem. You do it yourself and you do it right. And you don't post it on Twitter, Instagram. You get your Uh brothers, you get your brothers, and y'all go out there at midnight with your garage lamps. And you fix it, and you keep your mouth shut. I have a feeling you may or may not know someone who's done this very thing. I may or may not know several someones who have repeatedly done that. I'm here for it. I approve. Okay? That's how you get it done. Yep. Vigilant. (laughs) Vigilante Samaritans. And listen, the guys I knew were doing it knew what they's doing. Uh-huh. That we and they're doing we it anonymously. Come, that's right. And we didn't have anybody coming to fix it. No more. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, I ain't saying names. But, you know, they weren't on Twitter talking about they Ferraris. I mean, for real, though. <laughs> I understand you're frustrated and you want to get something done. I literally just said in this episode, some of my friends have Oscars. I get it. (laughs) (laughs) Hilarious. But sometimes it is just a fact of life. But you got to be like, I was using it as a comparison. You compared yourself an ambulance and a Ferrari. There's Uh a bit of a difference, I hope. Ooh, should I listen back to this episode and edit everything I said the first 30 minutes? <laughs> Do we need a mindfulness corner? <laughs> oh, Lord. Hilarious. Uh, I've never claimed to be normal. <laughs> now we're going to fill up with the good. This is the good part of the show. This is the only part that matters. This is the positive. That's right. Um, I'm going to start off our rave corners this week. This is for Sunflower of Peace, Humanitarian Aid for the People of Ukraine. Okay. Which I'm Uh, sure everyone has seen on the news. We won't go into the morbid details because if you've seen it, you don't need more. It's worse than you knew or thought. Yes. 
and they showed some very graphic, but to me, very important things that the entire world needs to see. It is beyond evil. What is happening? It's the train station bombing. Forget about it. I just, yeah, it's just nothing about it is okay or normal or acceptable. No. Anyway, this is sunflowerofpeace.com. Them out. It says, help the people of Ukraine. Sunflower of Peace Foundation is a nonprofit organization committed to helping Ukrainians affected by the Russian military invasion. Um, they're a USA-based 501c3 nonprofit, so that's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, on their website, they even put their identification number, their EIN, which mm-hmm. is amazing. They're legit. Um, our current mission is to support the people of Ukraine. We collaborate with a global network of established organizations and institutions that are committed to helping Ukraine in this situation. Mm-hmm. Due to the current crisis in Ukraine, Sunflower of Peace has started a new fundraiser to provide medical and humanitarian aid that will be used by the paramedics and doctors in the areas that are affected by the violence in Ukraine. We are acquiring and distributing first aid backpacks, medicine, medical instruments, and other means of survival that are saving hundreds of lives. These supplies meant the world to these supplies meant the world to people affected by violence when we first started our fundraiser in 2015, and they mean the world to all Ukrainians now. Mm-hmm. Do you want to help? We are looking for logistics partners, volunteers in the U.S., and volunteer organizations in Europe. We are not accepting drop-offs currently. Check out the frequently asked questions page for more details. Mm-hmm. So you guys can check them out, sunflowerofpeace.com. These people need us. They need our help. This yep. seems to be a very legitimate way to maybe help with that if you mm-hmm. are capable. Um, you know, 501c3s and nonprofits, and then um, they're working with globally with other organizations. I think it's probably a safe bet that, that those funds are getting to where they need to yep. go. I heard about this <laughs> on NPR. I've been listening. I love NPR, but I, this week I really went deep listening to NPR and uh, yeah, this is an amazing organization that's working with lots of different subgroups that can help. And just not like we needed another reason, but I'll tell you another news story I witnessed this week about the Ukraine is that there are huge numbers of women going into premature labor and prematurely giving birth because they're going from bomb shelter to bomb shelter and stressed beyond belief and have lost their home or have lost family members. So I have chills saying that right now. These are people that God willing, maybe would have been healthy and hopefully had a normal uh, problem-free pregnancy. But well, they're they just are like literally you and I. The... Yes. I mean, if you look at video of before footage, they have released before footage of like the center of town and uh-huh. Ukraine and stuff. Thriving Beautiful. city. Looks like any city here in the United States. Yep. And now look at it. It is now it's destroyed and ash. Yes. Yep. It's absolutely heartbreaking we can't sit by with this i always feel that way when there's a humanitarian crisis and this is a hundred percent the equivalent if right now canada or mexico just marched into the u.s and started blowing things up mm-hmm. you know totally. like yes so just everyone please be mindful let's not like all these other crises that happen 
turn a blind eye or think enough already. It's like, this is not going away, unfortunately. And even let's say if it ended today, the aftermath Mm -hmm. of actual entire communities being destroyed. Yeah. Every there's so many layers to that onion that it hurts. So we're going to have to also look towards the future of how the people of this country rebuild. Absolutely. From the ground up. (laughs) Also, I I just wonder if people are understanding the mass quantity of innocent lives that are being lost. I think it seems far away and up in the air with missiles and rockets Mm -hmm. and hundreds of innocent men, women, and children are being slaughtered. Literally in cold blood. Yes. And as usual, the Russian state-controlled media is not showing that or is now because i watched some of the footage through legit news sources that they are telling their people that they didn't do that that the ukrainians came in and killed their own people trying to pin it on that so everything's a lie the people in russia have had their communication cut off from the world you couldn't get them the real news if you tried it just doesn't exist for them right now So this is the world we live in of misinformation, and it's absolutely horrifying. And honestly, I think we all sadly know it happens here big time. It's been happening here. So again, I feel like we're preaching to the choir. Our listeners, I think, all kind of concur. We're not looking for you guys to always agree with everything we say. No. But I, I have a feeling our community really feels the same as us about these issues. <laughs> I think so too. Uh, I just wanted to tell you with each of the backpacks that they're making, they're designed mm-hmm. for groups of five to 10 people. Oh, wow. And they include array of first aid supplies, such as bandages, anti-hemorrhagic, you know that word. Hemorrhaging. Yeah. Hemorrhagic, hemorrhagic. medicine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Medicine and medical instruments, according to the organization's Facebook page. So Sunflowers of Peace also has a Facebook page. All right. Fantastic. Um, I love this so much. I actually found an NPR article that has a non-exhaustive list of organizations that are asking for assistance. Ooh, good. Um, Donations can be made through the links to their websites or their social media pages. Real quick, I'll just run through them. Do it. You guys don't care if you want to grab a pen and rewind this later. Um, Mm -hmm. UNICEF. UNICEF is a big one that they're touting. Um, Medicine Sans Frontiers, which is uh, Doctors Without Borders. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, they're running a range of activities in Ukraine right now, we're working with Amazing. local volunteers and organizations. Voices of Children, which I think we actually spoke mm-hmm. about. Yep. Um, Sunflower of Peace, International Committee of the Red Cross. I'm not always a huge Red Cross supporter, but they have done a lot of stuff for people. I think there are other avenues, but if that's one you want to go down, they are helping. Mm-hmm. Um, Save the Children, which is based in London. Yep. Um, let's see. UN Refugee Agency. It's an international organization. Yeah, exactly. Um, they're working with authorities and other UN partners in Ukraine to provide humanitarian assistance wherever possible and necessary. CARE is raising money for the crisis fund. It's a humanitarian organization as well. Um, they're hoping to raise $20 million and help at least 4 million Ukrainians. International Medical Corps is a global nonprofit. They're working as well. Um, 
they're actually working and preparing to deploy mobile medical teams to go around and provide emergency primary health services, also mental and psychological services, COVID-19 awareness, because that's still a concern, Mm -hmm. um, and prevention services for people who have been displaced. So that's a I know that's a lot to take in. You can rewind and write down later. Maybe we'll put a list together mm-hmm. and put it up this week. But anyway, we're profiling today Sunflowers of Peace. Check them out and any other organization you might be able to help with in some way. Yep. I'll also throw this out. We have discussed it in uh, the last couple of months. One of my heroes, Chef Jose Andres and his World Central Kitchen, he has been there. He is feeding as many people as possible. That man has put so much of his own time and money into this. He truly is somebody who puts his money where his mouth is. I hate that phrase, but he is a saint and he is doing what he can to feed people in crisis. He did the same for Hurricane Maria. He's an incredible man. So also World Central Kitchen is helping feed people who have been displaced because of this war so again there's endless organizations we will post this entire list um, again you can always look um, in our show notes and i know if you pull something up or when you automatically get each episode to download it only shows a few blurbs if you've never looked at it and you open up and expand you or will scroll see down the- if you have apple you just scroll down and exactly. it'll show you the show notes and we put links in there we do. We have the link to every single thing that we've raved about. Um, so please check that out. Uh, share that with others if you feel so inclined. Mm-hmm. And thank you, um, Dana, for that wonderful organization. And thank you to everyone that's doing the best that they can to help in any way possible. Yes. I feel absolutely. often I feel uh, paralyzed. I don't know what I can do. These kinds mm-hmm. of things help me. I don't have a lot of money to give, but I have other ways and it helps totally. me be knowledgeable about what's going on so that I can share that information as well. Yes. We can all do that. Absolutely. So I came across this rave when I was at um, a favorite store of Dana and myself, Cost Plus World Market. Oh, yeah. And they oftentimes have at least one product that they're featuring, you know, like at the front of the store and it has an amazing story behind it. We years ago talked about blankets blankets. and I'm sorry, that company's name escapes me, but it was like for every blanket you buy, it gives 10 blankets to the homeless. Right. Right. So this, I absolutely loved. It really caught my eye. Um, You guys know I'm a paper hoe. (laughs) Uh, That's probably not the most appropriate thing to say, but there, I said it. Um, I love all things paper and wrapping and whatnot. And I saw these, I'm sure it's not going to necessarily come out. Yeah, it's not working. No. But there are these gorgeous, gorgeous bags that we will post a picture of. Gift bags and wrapping papers. And so it really caught my eye. And then I noticed all the tags had a different face on it. So that always intrigued me. Yeah. So the company that did these is called Art Lifting, A-R-T-L-I-F-T-I-N-G. And their website is artlifting.com. Art Lifting empowers artists who are homeless or have disabilities through the celebration and sale of their work. I'm already on board. Definitely. Okay. Yes. So 
My favorite of the bags is a young man named Andrew Weatherly. So I love it. It has a picture of the artist and their name. Uh, it has the title of their artwork. His is called Early Morning. And Andrew Weatherly loves blending colors to create unique paintings. His perseverance has helped him overcome many of the obstacles a person with Down syndrome often faces. He is proud that his artwork has been sold nationally. His inspiring story has been shared in various media outlets, including a short film shared by Ashton Kutcher. Oh, wow. The purchase of this bag changes lives for the better. So I tell you, if you have Cost Plus in your hometown, go check it out. It's in their gift wrap section, which is always phenomenal. Um, also I'm looking out- here. I looked up Andrew. I'm looking at uh, some of his artwork. So good. Isn't it amazing? Yes. I love so, it. There's so many good things. And when you go in, you will see art with a story. It will show featured people. Um, art lifting is a platform for artists that have traditionally been underrepresented in the com- contemporary art market. Each artist has a unique perspective, style, and story based on the diversity of their lived experiences, artistic talents, and innovative processes. The powerful combination of their artwork and stories inspire communities and drive social change. Artlifting provides a really cool. It's awesome. Provides a range of meaningful offerings and opportunities to differentiate the design of spaces. And then this I really love. Artlifting is a public benefit corporation delivering value to buyers and creating opportunity for artists through its business for good model. Every artist earns 55% of the profit from the sale of their work and 1% from each sale goes to a fund which provides art supplies to art groups nationwide. Wow. In Incredible. It's such a good website, chock full of info. You can see a whole list of things for your business, for your home. Um, Like for instance, they have a partnership with West Elm Area Environments and Artist Scent. It shows you a portfolio of their clients. It shows you a whole thing about meeting the current artists. It's an incredible organization and As you know, Dana and I are both big, big supporters of anything creative and artistic from young children through the elderly and how art touches all of us in different ways throughout our life. It is one of the things that we have to express ourselves, Mm -hmm. to look forward to. It brings us joy in a time of happiness or tragedy. So please check it out. And um, yeah. They really have some beautiful things to offer. It's really cool. I love too that you can look at each individual artist and see all their works, but also see their story. Totally. I love it. Wow. This is really cool. Yes. Thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. My goodness. That's awesome. Uh, Jessica. Dana. I think that's our show. I think it is. Oh, I'm sitting here going. Okay, do I need to re-listen to this? Or do I just need to apologize for everything I said today? I don't know what the answer is. Um, Do you want to tell everybody how to get a hold of us in case they need to give Dana a mindfulness corner? Hilarious. How about an encouragement corner? 
Um, Dana. Yeah. People can find us at the Branson Raves Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, on Twitter at raves underscore the. You can send us an email at the Branson Raves Podcast at gmail.com or go to the contact button on our website, www.theransonravespodcast.com. Dana, I will tell you this do not feel bad for being vulnerable. And also because we oftentimes can't see past our own nose, the end of our nose. I know I'm really dating myself with that Mary Poppins ish <laughs> reference, but you created and filmed and produced a show with a friend. So I think you need to give yourself a massive slap, not just a pat, but a congratulatory slap on the back. And you're dealing with, family and pet issues and you're a full-time mom so for whatever it's worth give yourself some credit lady that's why my poor kid's in there like can i be loud he's hilarious (laughs) also i'll tell you this because i have quite a few friends who said the same exact thing in different parts of the country and several of them here in la that they were kind of down and they can't do anything because of COVID or because of money, all these, everybody's dealing with a lot of the same issues. Don't you feel bad about that? And you will have a magical staycation. I'm serious. There are so many things to do here that are just fun. And that goes for anywhere you live. And you know what? One of my friends told me, and this always warms my heart because I know parents go, what? And they either can't believe that you remember that as an adult or they don't remember it. And it's like very touching to tell a parent or a guardian, hey, this was really special. My friend told me that they were very, um, I don't want to use the word poor. I'm sorry, my words just escaped me. They did not have a lot of money when she was growing up. And her mom had apologized to her somewhere in her adult life and saying, I'm so sorry that I couldn't do such and such or give you this and that. Mm -hmm. And my friend listed all of the things that her mom did. It reminded me of the movie up when the man thinks that he didn't get to do all the things with his wife. And then he looks at the book she made. Everybody who saw that movie cried their eyes out. Otherwise you don't have a heart. Right. (laughs) And she said out of all the things, and she said it made her mom cry. She said, the thing I remember the most and was the most special to me is when you would make picnics And they did it in the house. So her mom would lay out a blanket and make them a lunch, but pack it up and all this stuff. And they would have a picnic in the living room. Okay. So like that's something out of the norm. The kid, every kid loves not having to sit at the table and be so formal. So I'm just saying, not just to you, Dana, you're very creative and always do fun things, but to everyone, do something like that with your kid. If you're bored or there is no money. Something like that, or do it in the backyard. If you have a tent, pitch the tent and watch a movie on your computer back there or something. There's so many magical things that we can do that we think like, oh, brother. But especially to a kid, you have no idea how happy they will be. Sometimes we forget that we don't have to take a child to Disneyland for them to have a wonderful day or an experience. True. So. I'm just throwing that out there. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jessica. That is actually very, very true. Um, are you watching anything you need to share? Yes. And uh, let me tell you, I don't care if anyone listening is a sports fan or not. 
-hmm. I am all in on winning time. The rise of the, uh uh-huh, the rise of the Lakers. Okay. First of all, I love the late 70s into the early 80s. So the whole look and aesthetic of the show is Uh chef's kiss. Uh Um, I almost said John Favreau, not Favreau. John uh, C. Riley. C. Riley. Plays Dr. Jerry Buss, who's the owner of the Lakers. He's perfection. The actor playing a young Magic Johnson. You be still in my heart. (laughs) Him and the guy playing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. They are both so talented and so good. And they're both real cute. Okay. (laughs) Um, I can't recommend it enough. Again, I'm not a sports fan. No. It's an amazing show. It's really fun. Also, did you know that that is what kind of made Will Ferrell and Adam McKay Splitsville? Well, not kind of. Apparently it is. Yeah, they were real close friends and they're not anymore. Because of that. Well, uh, from what I heard, and again, what do I know? This is just what I've read. Apparently Will was originally going to be Dr. Jerry Buss. And the producers changed that and i guess maybe that wasn't conveyed it would be like if dana and i did a project and she's like yeah jess you're gonna be um the person on the talk show it's your show and then it comes to me finding out on twitter oh (laughs) it's not me they cast cameron manheim as the (laughs) talk show host you know what and dana didn't tell me as my friend (laughs) Well, let me just give you some hope. I was in a last round testing for something that nobody ever saw um, that would have been really cool. And it was between (laughs) me and Cameron Mannheim. And oh, why are you even here? And I booked it. Excuse me. That might be one of the biggest highlights of my entire career is just staring at her. I'm sure she was like, this kid, wow. Because, of course, I couldn't keep my mouth shut. I was like, I just have to tell you, I think you're so amazingly talented. I love watching you. I think you're gorgeous. Yes. You're everything I want to grow up to be. (sighs) (laughs) I couldn't help it. That's really amazing. I love her. And she couldn't have been nicer. Oh, I love hearing that. And humble and sweet and kind. Like, ugh, mm-hmm. just, she's phenomenal. I love it. Ooh. All right. Well, I'm still going to harp on Our Flag Means Death because I got to a point where there was a plot thing that I should have maybe seen coming and just kind of didn't register it. And I don't care. It was surprisingly <laughs> precious and sweet. Like, ugh, I just love it. That's awesome. It's stupid and funny and sweet and just an escape. I love it. So there's that. Um, I'm going to leave you with a point to ponder. And actually, it was one that I had brought for last week. And we joked about it afterwards. And oh, said yeah. To it, and it would have been apropos or whatever. But it feels like it's more appropriate today. All right. <laughs> Considering how I snapped. <laughs> Um, Jessica, I adore you. I adore uh, you, lady. I do feel a little better after recording. Good. Everybody, I hope so. Please think, give, send good healing thoughts to my evil kitty cutter. Yes. Um, and we're going to get through this week. <laughs> yes, we are. 
Jessica, did you know people are more creative in the shower? When we take a warm shower, we experience an increased dopamine flow that makes us more creative. All right. Phone thrown down. Just going to say this. All you people out there lip syncing to movie lines, you better get your butts in the shower. (laughs) We'll be back next Tuesday. Hopefully I won't be so angry. Jessica, I love you. (laughs) I love you too. Have a great week. I'm going to (laughs) try. Oh my God. Ta ta. Ta ta.